Hey, good morning, everyone. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Good to see a few of you here on a fabulous Friday. A few of the early birds here, as always. Good to see you. Afshin, awesome to have you in this morning. Kumi, good to see you. Friedrich, hello, hello. All the way from Perth, hey, Kumi? What time is it in Perth? Is it early? Is it late? It's early, isn't it? I don't know. Let us know. What's the time in Perth, Kumi? Uh, Bryce, good morning. Good to see you. There's Deb. Howdy, Deb. Luke in the house as well. 6.15. Up early. That's good. Early bird gets the worm. 6.15 in Perth. There you go. Brett, howdy, mate. Good to see you. Well, welcome along, folks. Another Wealth Coffee Chat as uh, as we do each morning around about 10 past 8. You guys know the drill. But if you're new, if you're new around here, give us a shout out. Say hello. We do this about 10 past 8 each weekday, Monday to Friday usually, depending on what's going on. But, you know, it's fairly consistent. And what do we do here? We get a chance to hang out and talk about what I believe um, is the real deal, sorting out the fears from the facts and looking into the future as property investors. You know, for most of us, we're looking to build a significant part of our future wealth, income, uh, from real estate and real estate investing. And, and in Australia, there's a fair few opinions on that investment class. And I think most of them are rubbish, <laughs> personally. Uh, they're short-term opinions, usually by people who don't own that many properties, if any, fucking properties, to be honest. So my thoughts are and were that why don't we talk uh, together? And why don't we talk to people who actually own properties, uh, investment properties? Why don't we talk to people who are long-term investors in residential real estate specifically? Why don't we talk to people who've got, you know, experience with well over 10,000? That's what I'm talking about myself, Sam, and my coaching team. We've helped people buy over 10,000 properties across Australia and New Zealand. So as a source of kind of experienced feedback, maybe, there's one or two things we know. That's what we thought. And each morning I do a wealth coffee chat. And if you don't already know, my business partner, Sam, he does a weekly podcast called The Urban Property Investor. My head of coaching, Tabitha Bright, she does a uh, fortnightly podcast called um, Property Investor Tales, uh, which is about lessons from uh from you guys. So if you want to get on one of our podcasts one day, give us a shout out. Let us know. Be cool to do that uh, if you've got something you think might be worth sharing, which is uh, which is kind of cool. Hey, good morning, Kevin. You there? Uh, we've got Suze. We've got Tim. Uh, and we've got Sonny. Fantastic. Hey, this morning I thought we'd talk about population. Population. Who knows? Tell me in the chat. Who knows the fastest growing population in the world as a percentage? Who knows? Who's seen the stats? Might be a little giveaway, this show, but, you know, you never know. <laughs> Put it in the chat for me. The fastest growing population, um, according to the uh, research of CBRE, a, an international company, right here. That's it. Boom. boom. Uh, right here in Australia. Australia, Oz. That is correct, team. That is correct. And what does that mean for us? 
into the future? Well, I think it means some interesting things. And depending on which side of the coin you're on, depending on which side of the coin you're on, folks, uh, might mean it's fantastic or might mean it's like uh, a bit of a worry. But let's talk about that. And there's also a few things that uh, I'm going to talk about today about population growth. Um, now, one little trick question. How, is, how are we the fastest growing population as a percentage, but also into the future, what, and, and New Zealand's kind of included in this as well, which is interesting. Uh, tell me, folks, how are we growing our population? What, what is the way? What's the way? Um, is everyone getting, uh, doing the old, well, who, who was it? Was it John Howard? One for you, one for mum, and one for the country? Are we all getting busy reproducing uh, children and uh, really getting getting down to brass tacks? We need more people, so let's get on it, folks. <laughs> Is there something in the water? What's going on, folks? Why are we the fastest-growing population in the world as a percentage of population growth? Uh, what's going on? Uh, New Zealand's in the same boat, and uh, and Canada also. What uh, what have those three countries got in common with how the population is growing, folks? What's going on? Uh, space, yeah, that's actually a good suggestion, Kumi. Um, which is good. We've got some room to grow. Uh, Tim's going to get onto it in the future. Good work, Tim. Uh, but folks, this is growing because we have a very uh, aggressive pro um, immigration, immigration. They boom. There you go, Shashank. There you go, mate. On it. We're into immigration, folks. Like it's like, yeah, let's do it because uh, it's interesting. And we'll talk about this in a minute. And certainly, Afshin, um, in relative terms, in relative terms, folks, Australia is pro immigration. All right, pro-immigration, tick in the box. Let's get people in, folks. Let's get people into the country. And by and large, um, by and large, it's if, if, you, if you've got money or you've got a skill, we'll take you. Okay, that, that's what Australia is all about. When you have a look at a few of these others, let's say um, the fourth largest growing uh, population in the world, China, uh, not China, India. Well, that's at this moment uh, natural births and you have a look at the rest of them, right? Okay, Switzerland down here to France, uh, China for the moment, um, birth, but I'm going to show you something in a minute. And then the rest of them, folks, I'm going to show you something in a minute. We're all... Uh, the world is right now, it's, this is interesting, this is interesting. Now, this is kind of a bit of a future pontification, but it's landing right now in Australia, folks, All right, high immigration. Uh, the competition's on, ladies and gentlemen. The competition is on, and I'm going to talk to you about why that competition is on in just a second. What's that going to mean for us as property investors? We'll get there. Stick with me this morning uh, on this one. So w- Australia's pro-immigration. Uh, and we're saying, hey, we've got a good place. We think our country is a great place to live. We think our country is a great place to prosper. Uh, if you've got money, you've got skills, you know, come over here. That's what's going on, by and large, by and large, okay? Uh, so check this out. 
our net overseas migration, Australia, 400,000 um, in the last 12 months. We've broken records. We've had the highest net overseas migration we've ever had in history in Australia in the last 12 months, folks, in the last 12 months, all right, last 12 months. And that forecast is going to continue to stay high. What does that mean for us as property investors? Well, there's going to be demand on our on our properties for rent. There's going to be demand on our properties for uh, price increases. And by and large, people are coming with money, and uh, they're going to want to buy or they'll 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 rent. Right? We have a, a huge amount of you know um, students returned back to the country, starting to get up to where we were our peak before COVID. Uh, and that's good news for uh, businesses and those areas and those um, properties that were prior to COVID pretty busy because they had a student, they relied on students for their economic well-being. So that's good news. Not only have we ever had a heap of students, we've got some working holiday makers, some temporary skilled workers as well. So if you add up these, you know, call that 600,000, call this 400,000. In the last year or two, over a million people have come into Australia and stayed for a period of time. The big beneficiary of some movements internally in Australia, though, is these two states right now, and that will continue, all right? Queensland and Western Australia are receiving internal movements. Now, that could be people immigrating to Australia spending a year or two, usually they land in, in which city, which, which states, folks. This is, it's interesting, this, right? The immigration usually lands in Victoria or New South Wales, and often the majority of them either uh, move to somewhere else for work and or affordability, right? <clears throat> this, this is what happens. This is what's going on. Um, it's pretty huge, and we... You know, internal migration, if you have a look, and overseas migration, 86,000 new people um, into Australia in 12 months, and that is continuing, folks. That is continuing. So all good news uh, in relative terms. If you're a property investor and you own real estate, uh, there's going to be more demand, especially if you own it in, let's say, Queensland, even Victoria and New South Wales. The net figures team um, – uh, from overseas migration are still pretty strong in those states. And you can see that in the numbers right now. You can see that with the rents going up. You can see that with the values, uh, again, starting to rise in New South Wales and Victoria again. Um, we talked about this yesterday, you know, interest rates on pause, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But what's actually going on? This is an interesting one. This, this is kind of like my little pontification today. The first part of today's conversation you know, Australia for the short term, the short term team, the next five years, really pro immigration, basically 300,000 plus new, new people every year into the country. Uh, and more importantly, most of them will be of working age, <coughs> bring money and skills uh, to the country. Okay. And what does that mean? Uh, what what are we 
by and large, let's just break this down to like economic terms. If we add, if we add 300 new permanent residents, and let's just say most of them are of working age, let's say just all of them are working age, just plus or minus a few children. Tell me, team, what do we just add to the economy? Tell me out loud. Tell me in the chat. What what did we just add to the economy? Because this is what a lot of people don't get and understand when it comes to immigration uh, and uh, borrowing capacity. Yep, buying buying real estate. Totally, we we added buyers to the economy. What else? What do what do these people do? They have jobs, and when people have jobs, they pay what team? They pay taxes. They pay taxes, they borrow money, and they buy houses. So you just think about this. Think about in economic terms. The country says, holy shit. Uh, The government, yep, they pay tax. Exactly. Sonny, Tim, you're on it, right? The country goes, all right, well, shit, we've got a a deficit. How can we sort this out? Well, let's let's slug everyone with some new taxes. That's that's what a few of them are trying, right? They're, They're trying to jam a few of us. Uh, but that that's not going to fly. So you know what we need to do? We need to bring a heap of new people in because there's a lot of jobs available. Uh, if we bring people in with money, they'll buy a house and then we'll get GST. We'll get um, stamp duty. Uh, you know, we'll get other taxes associated to that activity. Uh, they'll get jobs and then they'll pay taxes. Ladies and gents, uh, immigration is a tax uh, is a cash flow policy. <laughs> it's a cash flow policy. Anyway, interesting type. So what does this chart mean? And this is something I wanted to talk to you guys about, right? Uh, unfortunately, and there's a really good, there's, a, there's, an excellent, um, uh, there's an excellent YouTube documentary called The, the Depopulation, The Depopulation Bomb. Now, most people, the general gist of it is most people think, oh, the world's population is, is accelerating and increasing. Um, now, in relative terms, that is the case, but in long terms, um, we're actually got, we're on trajectory for a serious uh, depopulation in the world. And how does that happen? Anyway, go watch the, go watch the, Go watch it. Listen, if you're sitting here right now and you want to have a little look into the future, go and watch that um, that YouTube documentary, folks, The Depopulation Bomb. Crazy good, crazy good. And wh- let, let me tell you the gist of it. What has happened, the replacement rate, the number of children per uh, people being born literally nearly everywhere in the world right now um, has decreased below replacement rate, below two. Folks, it actually peaked average across the world in uh, 1960. And where are we now? Most most economies are not replacing uh, by natural population replacement. Having children, we're not replacing ourselves. Two people uh, get together; they have children. Uh, it's that you've got to have three. You can have two minimum to keep it steady and you've got to have three to, to grow the population. Uh, and the government knows this and they've known this for a long time, folks, and that's why immigration is good. Uh, and to be honest, 
Australia has got a lot going for it. There's there's no surprise that, you know, we're winning the um, best place in the world to move to uh, and live. And, you know, let's face it, you know why? Because we're one big island, one big island, and we're pretty safe. It's pretty safe. And by and large, folks, it would take a lot of effort to invade Australia. <laughs> anyway, getting a bit wealth, wine, and wisdom on, on you on this one. But anyway, so let's go back and have a look at this. The population uh, projection of of the number of people per couple or per parents reducing. What, what does that mean? A lot of these countries uh, are in population freefall. But what does that mean, Tim and Sonny? You said, all right, well, we're getting new people into the country to pay tax. Um, yep. Um, we get new people into the country to pay tax, which is good. But what happens when uh, a couple of things happen? This is happening in, in places like Japan, China, South Korea, Hong Kong, Singapore right now. What happens is this. They're not replacing the population. We've got an issue. But what's happening is the population is actually aging. Aging, folks. Yeah, aging. And when the population ages, when the population ages, the number of taxpayers reduce because people who retire don't work and they don't pay taxes. And what happens to the people left in the system who are working? What happens to them? There's only one thing that will happen into the future with some of these countries. Uh, and Australia has had this on their radar for a while. That's why we've been quite aggressive over the last 30 years with super and immigration. Australia's, by and large, other than recent times, we've got a few Muppets in power, the, the bigger picture has been pretty good for Australia, right? When the population gets old, folks, then the young people pay more tax that's what happens now anyway and uh, japan is going through this right now japan's actually uh ha- has got a population problem all right um and so too does most of the most of the the european union most of europe but l- listen the point of this chat and conversation is this right australia's business plan to make sure that we're okay is actually pretty good. It's on track, folks. We're an attractive place to live. Uh, there seems to be plenty of jobs going around. <clears throat> By and large, we're fairly stable other than, you know, one or two loonies um, uh, in the political system. We're pretty stable. Our banking system is stable even though uh, even though they need a shake-up, they need a bit more competition. We're in the top five most stable banking systems in the world. Uh, so there you go. What does the future hold? Well, I think the future holds some um, relative stability and increasing value and wealth. Uh, we'll have enough. It will have enough taxpayers as the population ages because we have a very good pro-immigration policy that's smart. We've got super. Some of the politicians are doing grotty grabs on it, but you know it's over three million, so that's not really the end of the world. The average Aussie's not going to have three million in their super unfortunately. Uh, but if you listen to uh, myself and a few other smart people, we can help you do that. It's, it's, you should. Anyway, there you go. The takeaway, folks, is this. 
uh, as a property investor, we're in pretty good shape to uh, to navigate the economic uh, future and longer term, we'll still have continuing population and demand and, and um, uh, a pretty good taxpayer base that won't leave uh, a small amount of people trying to pay all the bills. Anyway, there you go. Hopefully that was useful. Population. Australia's pretty good. Anyway, we knew that, didn't we? We didn't really know why. Why was it good? There you go. All right, folks. Yeah, if you think about it, you think about that, right? By and large, um, we've got a medical system that takes care of people. Uh, we've got super, which is compulsory. It, you know, there's always things to improve, but that's that's good too. Uh, and um, you know, we've got uh, a pro-immigration policy that's going to make sure we don't end up with an older society that doesn't pay the bills. There you go. All right. Easy peasy. Thanks, team. Uh, that's it from me. Sonny, uh, I think I, I didn't uh, – um, Fenton's gone away to uh, – where did he go? He's gone overseas with his family and he won't be back for three weeks. So we're sort of out of action, Sonny. Uh, we'll come back. We'll let you guys know. Um, probably in about two weeks' time we'll get back uh, on the Wealth, Wine and Wisdom bandwagon. Um I'm actually giving my liver a rest. It's probably not a bad idea. <laughs> anyway, folks, thanks, Luke. Cheers, everyone. That's it from me today. Wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted. Join me next week for another one. You know, the drill on Monday is about 10 past eight. Till then, folks, remember, this thing's a marathon, not a sprint. It takes time to build our portfolio. Have an awesome weekend. Take care, folks. Bye for now.